Welcome on the show! <laughs> this is me uh, introducing this uh, podcast. Uh, but basically, we have to add, like put an audio jungle track or something to just fuck around. Uh, I, will, I will add it on top of it. I will trust me. I will do something crazy about this intro. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, welcome for the few people that are gonna listen to this podcast. Um, today we are here with Rick from Nomad House Budapest. He's uh, coming from California. You said right. Not San Francisco. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel it's better if you like introduce yourself instead of me introducing sure. yourself. Otherwise, it's awkward. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, thanks for trying this podcast with me, Arthur. My name is Rick. Like you said, uh, I'm at Nomad House and Arthur in Budapest. And I'm currently actually living in Brooklyn. And I'm Ooh. from California. Um, and I've been traveling for about the last year and a half. That's cool. This is living the yeah. life. Where yeah, that's good, man. Where you've been working in California. Yeah, uh, so most recently I spent some time in San Diego to go see family. I'm from San Diego recently, but I go back and forth between San Francisco, Seattle. Mo mostly West Coast is just the easiest place for me to stay. Yeah, it makes sense. It's even like the best place. In the U.S., I would say. I've never been there, but I wish I can go there. Just I don't well, know. The weather is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you can you know, be in San Diego building your stuff and surfing in the morning with um, a company like outside and all those kind of things. It sounds, sounds like the best deal. Yeah, and I know it's changing too, but it's been really good to be able to have access to the networks and just the meetups and stuff like that that the West Coast kind of startup scene has. Um, not, nothing taken away from anybody else, but uh, it was just really easy to connect with different people on what they're working on, and um, I, I jumped back and forth as a result. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my first question will be: I know you've been working in top-notch startup in California, um, like Airbnb, Apple. Pin well, Apple is not a startup, but um, <laughs> Pinterest and Square. Um, so I was wondering. Um, how you kind of like involve in the remote working um, kind of thing and like what was the what was missing for example in California um, to decide to like jump on remote working yeah I, I mean I'll take it back a little bit but I'll try to keep it short um, you know I was working m more than 10 years in the San Francisco Bay Area you, you said most of the companies it was um, about eight, eight years at Apple. And then, uh, when I left Apple, the reason I decided to do that is because, um, there's kind of that startup gold rush, you know, that you're talking about. There are these new companies that were opening up and, uh, it was just a moment where I decided, do I try some of the things that I've learned at Apple in other companies or do I stay at Apple? And so then I, uh, transitioned to Square and spent some time there and then Airbnb and Pinterest. And, uh, when I was at Pinterest, um, the most wonderful part about working there is Pinterest helps people take action on their interests. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I started learning about what my interests were as I was working there. And it became things like scuba diving, motorcycle <laughs> riding, you know, hiking, but then it also became traveling. And sense. so all of, all of a sudden I had these boards that were like, uh, wanderlust moments. I, I don't know how to say that anymore, but I would come to work. And I would be staring at pictures of Fiji, you know, <laughs> or yeah, I would be like, 
and waterfalls, you know, that go through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not Pinterest's fault, but Pinterest really sparked the I, desire, I honestly. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're I, I, app and you're looking at pictures around the world, and you're like, yeah, here in California. Exactly. I mean, I need to find a better way to say that that's like nice to my old employer, but I wasn't just looking at photos all day, but I was at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's because we need to Yeah, you know, and, and, and what happened was um, I decided that I didn't think I had the worldview that I wanted to have to be able to keep advancing how I felt about my skill set, how I felt about uh, my level of experience in the workplace, just this list of things that I like, uh, you know, if, if I died, you know, for some <laughs> mysterious reason, you know, would I feel good about what I accomplished? And the answer was yes, but it was like, how could I keep pushing that? And for me, pushing that was to uh, kind of leave that little San Francisco tech bubble. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel you on like kind of like the personal goal of being able to like, Oh, okay. I reached a point where I'm, I'm good with my skills. I'm, I'm working in like cool startup and cool environment, but maybe there is something missing where I'm like, okay, what's the next step? Is it what you feel? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think where you and I vibe a lot and what we've talked about a lot in the past is uh, my personality. I'll just speak for myself as if I don't try, I'm never going to know. And that never going to know that that FOMO moment, that, that's going <laughs> to that's gonna be more upsetting to me than whether I have a success or I have a failure. I, I've learned, and maybe this is just from you know my upbringing or different things, but I've learned that I, I am way less motivated by the outcome and, and way more interested in the journey. I always get more out of the journey than what the end result might be, you know, without skipping too far ahead as I, I, I met Julia, you know, um, and, and who we would have known what happened if I didn't have a chance to do that. Yeah, that's crazy when you think about it before. Yeah. To give some context to you guys, uh, Julia was in the Budapest retreat. She joined us for the 10 days retreat. And obviously, Rick and Julia met over there and start working on what it's called friend front, what we're going to come after, um, like later in the show. But um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy coming from, oh, I'm just going to travel in Europe or <laughs> I don't know what was your idea of traveling in, in Europe. But then you kind of like meet someone and everything is changing into a different kind of journey. And you're like, right now, see you and co-founder of a friend from startup travel app stuff. So that's, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel really fortunate and grateful. And so I want to make sure to say that, that I had the ability to go and explore. And yeah. I know a lot of people uh, currently don't have those means. And so I feel so fortunate that I had the chance to do that, that I even jumped further into it. So to kind of clarify a little bit more is like, well, I see this as such a valuable opportunity that if I'm not going to, take this as far as I can, then yeah. I'm, I'm letting myself down. I, I'm letting uh, how I feel about my friendships down, you know, different things like that. And so I've just been, you know, going as fast as I could. <laughs> you know, just do it. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it sounds really silly and it's making me giggle thinking about it now, but I legitimately quit Pinterest and decided to just say, I'm going to take a, a three-week trip in Italy. And, and that was really all I had. Yeah. Uh, going for me and and that was almost two years ago now yeah that's like yeah it's so far away 
<laughs> when we're thinking yeah, about like three three week trip turned into um, you know a year and a half year and a half of full time traveling. Yeah, and a life changing experience basically. Big time, big time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, um, no, that's <laughs> that. You end up with the right uh, kind of answer. I was wondering what was the first step when you were like, oh, I'm quitting Pinterest. Let's go on an adventure. What were you looking at or what were maybe like website or stuff like that that help you kind of like transition in between being on site in California and start slowly being into the remote work and everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people spend months or years planning and making these itineraries and <laughs> deciding, you know, is it this location or is it that location? And uh, I literally spent maybe a week or two before. <laughs> there you go. And, and it was, yeah, and, and it was with the intent of saying, like, let me just at least start. And uh, so, it, if anything, I think that that was the most important thing that I could have done. I could have, to, to do is to just start looking at what it would like to just buy, just buy a plane ticket, to just break things down into very small pieces and then take it from there. So, the first thing for me is like, okay, what's it like to buy a plane ticket? And it's like, okay, checkbox. It's so easy to buy plane tickets these days. I think people don't know that to be honest, but the cost of flights are so much different than I remember them even in yeah. college. Time. Sorry, right. to interrupt, but exactly like a website, like, like airlines, like uh wool air, it's giving yeah. a, for one twenty five. you can come from New York to Iceland, I think, or Berlin just for mm. like almost like, less than 200 bucks which is crazy yeah yeah and and i think like to keep the story short there is in terms of traveling or figuring out what websites or what resources there were i broke it down into just little simple tasks how am i going to get there where am i going to stay and who am i going to know and um yeah and for me that really helped because i actually had never traveled uh outside of like um, basically North America, you know, like I had done a little bit of Central America, but I had never done Europe. I had never done Asia. I had never done any of the other countries and I had never solo traveled. And so those two things for me, I was like, well, those are the scariest parts for me. So if I break those into where am I going to stay? How am I going to get there? And who am I going to know? Then it's going to feel less scary. Yeah. I can imagine you are thinking that a serial killer is going to wait you in, in whatever Italy on Europe and be like, give me your lever. And go back yeah. to US. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and you know, I, I mean I tell everybody I talk to about traveling this, but it, it really helps that these days as long as you have an internet connection, people are a little bit more open to working with you, you know, um, than I even experienced a few years ago. So that's always helped. I, I've always had the ability to work as long as I've had an internet connection. You mean the connection that you have with like potential contract or um, oh, just just wireless, just oh. internet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, internet right now. There is a lot of like communities being built around, like more and more people kind of like working together. Um, I mean, I ex- experienced that, for example, when I was uh, looking for development as well. Uh, as you said, mm-hmm. you just like there is a lot of website right now where you can just put your profile and then you work with people or you like just share idea with other people and then you end up into like a new contract or a new life i would say so that's that's yep. pretty cool um yeah. so you are in italy right now and um you were just by yourself at the beginning or you kind of like joined something or uh, you were cool. exploring by yourself yep um so for me uh 
I, I didn't even have Italy on the radar. So what ended up happening was I found uh, a company that was doing co-living and co-working and had a trip that literally was coming up two weeks later. I was, it was plenty. Of, it, it was enough time to buy a ticket and it was still short enough to clean yeah. out my apartment and put everything in storage. So I was like, well, I, I don't really know anything about this company. I don't really know if it's going to be good or not. But, but this is the one that lines up with my timeline. You know, uh, like it, it was just, just I'm going to go. Yeah, so I ended up joining um, a trip with Wi-Fi Tribe, and um, I met two people in that uh, trip who ended up joining us in Budapest. And so how I kind of got to Budapest, or how I got to Nomad House, is um, through some friends that I met uh, during that trip. Yeah, say hi to Gene. Yeah, <laughs> good old Gene, man. He falls off and then he comes back. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was like he's always around, you know, kind of like hiding yeah. himself. Um, yeah, shout out to Gene. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> that was that was crazy. The kind of like giving context a little bit about Nomad House Budapest. We were sixteen people coming from basically all over the world. Um, a bunch from the US, coming from Europe as well from different countries like UK, France, Denmark, London. So it's kind of like imagine a big crowd of people coming from, yeah, basically all over the world. We have been working and let's say having fun a little bit in Budapest for 10 days mm -hmm. because uh, initially Nomad House was only 10 days trip. Now we kind of extend to be 30 days, which you have to test, Rick, just saying. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's been... Yeah, in Vietnam. It's been, it's been Budapest. It's been kind of like the perfect city, I would say. I don't know how you feel about it. Maybe we can jump more into um, this part where Budapest was the, you know, cheap, easygoing city where you can really set up fast, where you can get access to cool co-working spaces. And even like uh, all the people over there are really welcoming and kind of like building this community of, you know, kind of like remote worker or I would say digital nomad that are like more into a semi-nomadic phase, I would say, which is perfect mm -hmm. when you're studying. So you can like learn from those people. I don't know what you feel about yeah. Budapest, but I, I totally agree. I think it was a good opportunity to, for me to just uh, see for, since I had just started traveling, what kind of the um, European workforce looked like and what the European markets look like and, Uh, little things like, okay, are, are there co-working spaces that I can access? What's this look like in comparison to things I've experienced in San Francisco? That was really my first foray into it, especially because uh, Italy was just, I, I was in Southern Italy, so there, there's definitely no, like, <laughs> I, I, there's, you know. there's no co-working space in Agrigento, you know? <laughs> there, yeah, and there's vineyard and, and wine. Yeah, and, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's whatever. I don't know what I said right now. <laughs> no, my my uh, next question will be more, you know, inside Nomad House. You, I saw you kind of like, you know, talking with everyone. And I was curious about what was your first step with meeting new people that maybe, sure. you know, like what was the kind of like the, the first step that you were like, oh, let's, it's cool. I'm in a co-living um, trip with other people remote worker slash digital nomad slash location independent uh what i'm gonna learn from them or what's the discussion yeah. will look like cool yeah I, i yeah i really credit nomad house for this but for that trip 
for that first experience, the people that I met there were so open and engaging and warm and friendly and curious uh, that it was really easy to just ask. No, I mean, I'm very serious about that. Um, You know, it's really hard to replicate, but um, and I'm trying to keep my thoughts concise, but it was people who wanted to spend time together and who wanted to try stuff. I don't know how to say that. And when I say try stuff, you know, like, have you ever, does anybody know how to make this website thing? Or has anybody thought about doing this for travel, you know? Um, And I've been in other situations and I'm co-living now where that vibe is not the same and it's not fostered and it's not something that, that people uh, try to outwardly engage in. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And uh, the, the group over there was really, I felt that like we were a bunch of friends that we never met before and we just like randomly yeah. be like put together and then it's like, oh, I I feel I know you from the years and and we've been yeah. like, you know, yeah, as you said, kind of like pushing each other ideas and be like, oh, look, I'm building this thing. Um, do you guys have any uh, whatever, like feedback on it or doing some sightseeing in the city or uh, all mm-hmm. those kind of thing that, you know, it's it's... I don't know. As you said, it's really hard to replicate, but this is what we kind of like trying to do as much as we can in Nomad House, foster this kind of, you know, tiny bit of connection where people are like bouncing each other idea, asking for feedback or just being like, oh, let's try this new thing or this new experience in the city or some stuff like that. So I'm glad you felt that way. (laughs) I mean, the the way I, I just to kind of make sure I answer the question is, is like I, I made sure to say that first and say it was the people first because it wasn't something I necessarily did and say like, okay, now I'm going to learn how yeah. to be a remote worker by asking these questions or, you know, now I'm a digital nomad because like, I have <laughs> like, it wasn't anything like that. It, it, it was easy to be inquisitive because of who I was with. And um, that's why I wanted to make sure to say that. But uh, some of the early conversations, I remember being like, just how do I get freelance clients? How do I find out where there's more of these trips? How do I find out where these places exist? You know, everybody starts finding out about Indonesia and everybody's talking about Bali all of a sudden. And then that becomes popular. (laughs) You know, you you start hearing these kinds of things that are like very familiar to us now, but we're new back then. I agree. Yeah, I was that it led me into like a question where I'm like, do you feel learning more from the people and their experiences than actually reading, you know, blogs online or um, stuff like yeah. that, where it's like, you know, well, live the lifestyle of your dream and join right. us. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. I mean, you, you, what? How much can you get from an Instagram photo, right? <laughs> With the people. <laughs> Standing yeah, on the edge of the cliff, holding hands, you know, or whatever. Else. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess if I'm trying to paint the point there is, is for me, I'm a firsthand learner and I've always been that way, even professionally. If somebody says like, here's how to make this, uh, if they show me, then I can make it. Uh, I'm that kind of learner. And what I experienced with Nomad House is that I had been in that San Francisco tech bubble where it was just a bunch of startup nerds and engineers and designers. <laughs> and all of a sudden it was all different people from all different walks of life who had all different perspectives, but who spoke uh, a similar kind of uh, almost like Spanglish. Like I'm a traveler, yeah. I'm a hustler, I'm a student of life, you know, like everybody's got that same kind of 
I, I, I just want to call it vibe. I don't know how to say it any bit better, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Curious people who care about people. I agree. I agree. It's basically, yeah, I know what you feel. I, I mean, it's where it's come, like, I, I mean, it's where, I don't know, I feel you might be, you know, in a cool environment at home, working with, like, cool stuff. But once yeah. you kind of, like, switching environment to be in something where, oh, maybe it's more the kind of people you are. I don't know if you feel that way, if I kind of like summarize oh what you just said, but like, um, you know, being able to, oh, wait, there is a different world. There is something different that like I never experienced before because, um, yeah. you know, like same in France when you're with only uh, French people in Paris, it's like we, we are well known to be annoying and everything, but that's kind of like truth. And <laughs> when you start <laughs> meeting cool people around the world, you're like, wait, why I didn't do that before? Um, so is it yeah. what do you feel when you were saying that? Yeah, I mean, I, wanna, I, I don't want to keep it... Well, I don't want to get too meta or too political, but what I want to say is I saw firsthand that the more I explored, the more I was open to new people, new cultures, new ideas, new belief systems, new, new ways of processing things that I thought were who I was uh, before I traveled. So an example is, you know, like I had a certain uh, American point of view about, yeah. you know, uh, uh, how people should be treated and what democracy <laughs> look like and all these things. And then I start meeting people who are like, hey, like I've never even had democracy where I'm from. Like it sounds yeah. silly, but, it, you know, you just see people on completely opposite uh, ends of the spectrum and uh, the more amount of people, I think, it, this is just my opinion, that have the opportunity to uh, question themselves, question their own belief systems, the, the better the world can be. I agree. Boom. A rig president. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running 2020. <laughs> there you go. Um, we'll see how it's going. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The, not only am I a co-founder of a startup, but I'm also the president. <laughs> you know, I've been working in Cali and switched my life to be a remote worker, and now I'm president and co-founder. How about that? That's, that's for our second podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we announced my presidency. Perfect. I'm now. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So after Italy, you're in Budapest with us, with Nomad House, spending time working and slash a little bit drinking um yeah, just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit um i'm curious about what you were working on during the trip yep so i had no freelance clients and i had a freelance for gosh at that point at least five years um and so the very first thing i started doing was i said okay uh i, I have a little bit of money to keep traveling but how do i keep traveling and so most of my projects to start out were really around that prompt. How do I keep doing this? So it was everything from finding clients to, to networking to just learning new things. Like I uh, hadn't had any billing set up. I hadn't done any like uh, invoice tracking. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. So it was really about like, um, how do I start my own base, uh, my own business base, I guess, my own, my own personal base uh, in terms of how I make my own money. Um, it, it sounds silly, but you kind of get in this cycle where a check just shows up every two weeks and you don't yeah. think about like where that check came from or how you get the next check. 
a lot of stuff changes when you go from full-time work to independent work. I agree. Makes sense. And even like things like, as you say, just like having your own, like your base where, you know, you have like a workflow where everything is working well. Sometimes you don't take the time to look at it and be like, oh, wait, what I'm using to like build clients, what I'm, I mean, it's some stuff where when you kind of like compare yourself with other people inside the house, you might be able to like, oh, so you're using that to build your client. Yeah. Why not then using that? You know what I mean? Yep. That's exactly how some of the early projects went. I, I feel like I remember talking to Gene about like, which website builder do you use? And then I was yeah. also working on my portfolio and, and little small stuff like, do you prefer Box or Dropbox? I mean, it, it was really <laughs> cool to be able to talk to people about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it makes sense. Because it wasn't like, how do I do this for my large scale business? It's like, how do I do this for my personal brand? You know, for yeah. for, for my freelance. Yeah, it's like, yeah, personal brand, freelance. You have time to like, kind of like, focus on that when you're on a trip and be like, oh, like, yeah, just like, let's improve it and focus on the things that sometimes you get caught up by working, working, and sometimes you don't have the time to, you know, zoom out and be like, oh, okay, how I'm gonna do things now and kind of like improving yeah. your portfolio. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that zoom out was probably the best thing that could have happened for me right there. Yeah, cool. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> My next question, it's more like, I kind of like, you know, telling your story step by step, but fast forward right now where we are Sunday, 19th of November, 2018. Well, no, feels like Sorry. <laughs> It's not even that long, but it feels like yeah, it feels forever. Um, yeah, I'm curious about you know. I know that after Nomad House, you've been talking uh, more and more with Julia about starting uh, a startup about travel, and I feel it's the right you know I would say the right audience to talk to about that uh, since we are um, people that travel and and try to make the best out of, of our life. Ooh, my English is getting bad. Sorry for <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so I was wondering, can you explain more, maybe uh, the thing that you were working on with Julia? Yeah, sure. So um, during that trip, I decided that I wanted to freelance, but while I freelanced, I also wanted to work on my own project. And so that probably sounds psychotic to do both, but um, <laughs> I knew that, uh, this was the most amount of time that I was going to have to be able to at least try something. Uh, and so um, I started writing down a list of things that I have always been inquisitive about or have always like been interesting to me. So um, travel has always been something that's been interesting to me. Scuba has always been interesting to me. Um, doing an app has always been something that I've always wanted to do. It, it sounds silly, but uh, my first project... <laughs> My, my first project at Apple was launching the original iPhone and uh, there was no app store at the time. And I remember telling myself, like, I want to have one of these little squares on the phone someday. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a cool story. Yeah. I, I mean, because I remember making all of the screens and getting ready to like show everybody and saying like, you know, each one of these is its own little, at the time, um, piece of the internet. Like, there was no other way to communicate. Yeah. It was like I'm looking at a web page, but it's on the phone, and, and it's only on the phone. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, and so 
I had all these things kind of dancing in my head and I started showing people. And I said, you know, here's some things that I've been thinking about. I'm thinking about this idea or this idea. Are any of these interesting? You know, do you think any of these have legs? And I started getting some feedback and shaping the ideas and turning them around. And um, one of the ideas was uh, to help people uh, travel. And so what that has turned into is uh, something called Friend Fund that uh, launched last Tuesday in the App Store. And Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I actually have one of those little squares on the phone. It's really weird. There you go. Uh, I was at a birthday party last night and I was having people download it on their phone and it was tripping me out. It was like, it wasn't a beta. You know, you get out of that phase. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, shit, you can actually go to a live store and look at it. Anyway. Um, it's yeah, a cool it, thing. Yeah, it, it feels really, really cool. But the premise, and to get back to what we're talking about, is uh, one of the things that was on my list was I enjoy traveling and I want people to travel more. What are the barriers for entry to getting people to travel? And then how do we kind of uh, eliminate those? And yeah. what ended up coming up in lots of conversation was uh, travel logistics, the planning, and uh, the finances. And those were two things that uh, we set out uh, working on making easier. And um, that's what our app does. Uh, our app allows people to travel together and to pull resources together to save money and uh, save money over time. And if anybody has ever heard of the app Acorns or has, if anybody has heard of uh, Roundup, we take yeah. uh, the extra change from your purchases and we save them for your trip. The first time I saw that, I was like, on your webpage, I was like, this is brilliant. This is the best app ever. I'm not even kidding because we're on the show and like, you know, I'm trying to like cheer you up and everything. It just for me, it's, it's just the easy way to save money. And some people, you know, you're not thinking about it. You're just like paying stuff. And at the end of the year or like, maybe like three months or four months it depends on how much you're spending but you basically have a i would say like a not a free trip but basically a little bit like that yeah i, I mean life happens and in my heart of heart i want to be the best saver ever um you know i want to save up for <laughs> uh, you know lots of stuff yeah, and for some reason that never happens you know and, and maybe that's just stupid millennial or, or just dumb lazy kid or just just me I, I don't know what it is but i can tell you that um i've always wanted to be good at it and it's never worked out and i still wanted to go places and how you kind of cross that chasm everybody does differently um but i wanted to make that as seamless and as barrier free as possible yeah thank you for that it's um i feel the more and more we're spreading about traveling and you know having like a different lifestyle than just you know staying at home i'm not saying that like staying at home it's bad or it's a good or a bad thing just saying that like experiencing a different culture and everything with travel and stuff like that um it's helpful in your own life and and thank you for like helping people to jump on on trips around the world yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I said, um, I want people to explore and I want that to be easy. And uh, we're working on making it easy by taking care of the logistics, by making it easy to save. But then on top of that, making it feel comfortable and safe and within your own spatial references to be able to still go by going with people that you trust yeah. and you care about and people that you enjoy being with. And I found out in user research that that also helps people travel. They say, okay, at least I know 
Sarah, or at least I'll have this friend, you know, Tom, when I get there or whatever else might happen. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, we always more comfortable when we are surrounded by at least people. So we know that we're going to be, you know, safe in, because changing to a, like traveling to a different country, sometimes it's, it's, you know, it's scary a little bit and, and <laughs> surrounding yourself by people that, you know, or uh, friends of friends, it's always, I feel a good move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally agree. How did you use uh, remote working to uh, b- build the app? Did you end up staying in Asia or were you more like trying to be close to your development team? Or can you maybe tell, sure. tell us about more how you use remote working to build that app? Sure. Uh, the best part about remote working is that I had the ability to actually go talk to teams in person or uh, at least be <laughs> within this. Yeah. Or at least be within the same time zone, which I know seems small but it really helps to be able to turn things over really, really quickly by being even within the same hour of time, you know, but uh, what ended up happening for me there was I went and I started living in, uh, in Germany, in Berlin, and uh, I was working in freelancing there. And uh, that's when I started seeing that there was uh, other smaller companies who were outsourcing but other development teams and I uh, made a friend who connected me to some development teams. Um, So remote working helped me basically just find where the resources were and find out how to connect to the resources in the U S what happens is you kind of connect to the same ones that everybody else is connected to. Uh, (laughs) You kind of get the same project proposal back that other people have already gotten. It, 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 It didn't feel like I had a business partner when I had evaluated things in the past. I felt like I had a business vendor. Um, it's a little bit different, you know? So um, I, I'd say that the relationships that you get by being able to say, well, I'm going to come and visit you and we're going to work together yeah. or, yeah. you know, um, it, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Being able to like build that relationship and be like, oh, I have this idea. You guys know uh, how to build it let's just meet and like see how it goes and because you know going on a business it's it's with other people is also hard because you have to trust and your budget is not you know huge and and you don't want to make the mistake of oh i built the beta and it's not what i want so i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i feel that when you can see people in person it's it's, it's helping for that yeah, it, it totally helps. And um, I think it just got everybody on the same page early so that when we weren't together, it was really easy to keep working on stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good good, uh, good feedback or how we say that in English when you say something irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> you, know yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Where we can find the app right now? Do you have any website or... Uh, sure it's on the app store i guess but yep yep you can definitely download it from the app store it's free uh it doesn't uh, cost anything to download and doesn't cost anything to sign up so you can actually look at all of our trips in app right now you can also go to our website it's getfriendfund.com uh getfriendfund with a d.com and uh, yeah, we uh, plan to launch up to 30 new trips in the first quarter next year. 
And so that'll bring us to over 50 new uh, itineraries for 2018. So. Again, congrats about that. All right. I hope everybody gets a chance to take a look because uh, I know I'm already saving up for trips. And so I will be on many, many of those um, locations with other people. So it'd be cool to see people. So travel. if you want to meet the funny Rick guy, you can go on <laughs> FinFan and saving for your next trip. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. Absolutely. No, but yeah, go download the app. It's it's really cool. I've been looking at it. Unfortunately, I know maybe it's not available for Europe right now, European citizen, right? No, not yet. Working on it. Um, it, you know, I, I don't want to get back too much into our story, but one of the things with remote working and being able to travel in Europe is you learn what the differences are and what you need and what systems right. exist. And so we're working on that. And so I'll be traveling over there next year to um, make some better partnerships and get into the U- uh, European market. Perfect. It's been 40 minutes right now, and I would like to um, take it back and maybe um, just if you have a couple words about people that are looking to do this transition or they're looking to do more, what would be your, you know, like your advice or your, you know, kind of like feedback after doing that for a couple of years now? Sure. Uh, this is my favorite part, actually, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know I why. I was like, oh, this is the best question. This is the best part. Um, Perfect. Yeah, just because a lot of people ask me. You know, when I say a lot, it's, you know, 10. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> still a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, you know? it, it's more. It, it's more than that because you and I can relate on this, but people see it as such a luxury or like uh, something that's so far away from them or so impossible that they ask in this way like how the hell did you do that and it sounds simple to us now yeah exactly um so to kind of answer your question and and to tell you like well what kind of advice would i give or or how do how would i point people to start you know looking into doing this kind of life transition is is start out by just saying like a am I happy with where I'm at today? That, that was how I started. Um, and if you don't know what makes you happy, you need to go figure that out. And so that's the very first thing I tell people. If you travel and you still don't know uh, what makes you happy, you're, you're just flipping the coin and, and you might have a fun vacation or you, or you might not. Uh, the, the difference between vacation and travel to me is, is saying, I'm doing this with intent. I'm doing this with purpose. This is something that that's going to uh, f- fulfill something in, in my life or uh, make me feel um, a certain uh, uh, a sentiment about how I spent my time, yeah. you know? So I, I think that's the first thing that I tell people is, is, you know, if you, if you want to go somewhere, know why you want to go somewhere, just have an idea that, that it's important to you to go do that. And then on top of that, um, what was really important for me was I, made sure to pull together uh, some of my resources and some of my savings and be able to have at least a little bit to survive and, and live on and, and, and figure out. So I tell people, you know, get your finances in order, have a little bit of savings. And then that way it just becomes less scary to be able to actually just go and do it. Yeah, I agree 100% about what you just said. You know, having a little bit of money when you're traveling, especially when you're changing your life to from one point to another, it's, you know, it's scary. There is a lot of like, no, like things that you don't know. And as you said, having like a bit of money where you can just be like, oh, I don't have any client or I don't have any 
work right now, I can still leave and not being scared about where I am. Yeah, I, I think for me, that affordance gave me the ability to say, okay, um, how, how do I get clients? Uh, how, what do I need in my portfolio? Um, how should I update my LinkedIn? Uh, who should I call from my past? I had, I had time uh, to be able to do that because I had saved a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, so you I, mean, I, I, said, I, I make as much room for yourself to make it easy and feel safe and feel like you can do it like uh in in, in my in my in my head you know that's the way it looks it's like what do i need what what do i need to do to tell myself like you can do this okay so you kind of like list the things that make like help you to achieve the next step that you were thinking of and kind of like going through it and make sense yeah yeah that's actually that's something that i should do as well Thank you for this uh, advice. I'm, I'm yeah. going to start doing it a bit more. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm drinking my own, my own Kool-Aid, honestly. It's like I, I have to make it parsable. I have to break it down into pieces. And um, I think that anybody who's interested in any type of life transition, whether it's travel or changing careers or new friends, whatever it might be, Breaking it down into pieces and making it digestible is is what has made it the easiest for me to actually go and do. Oh yeah, you kind of like feel like step by step. Oh, I kind of like accomplish that part and kind of like building the momentum and be like, oh, it's not overwhelming. I have this big amount of things to do. You know, oh, I'm gonna change my life. That's my task. It could be a bit yeah, overwhelming. When <laughs> when. When you take a step and then you see that a step is possible, you're encouraged to take another step. And then yeah. where I feel like I'm at right now is I don't even remember what it's like taking a step. I'm I'm like taking many steps. Yeah, it's turned into like sprint instead of just step, you know. Um, but it, it's exciting to uh be at that point and know that it just happened from deciding to start and uh, i recommend that everybody uh just try to take action on the things that they're interested in and, and try to start by just taking that first step um i think yeah, that's more uh, yeah i i think a co-living trip is the easiest way that i saw uh to be able to do that thank you yeah it's i agree it's like m- most of the people that we have are you know first timer and they're like oh i'm gonna use the fact that there's people around me to switch from being more like on-site than a remote worker so yeah i agree starting by small step and jumping into um, co-living trip if you want to like you know travel the world that's and travel the world and being remote worker as well i would say well that's why i'm like i'm i shouldn't say that you I'm stopping what I'm saying. It's like I'm auto promoting Nomad House. That's that's no no <laughs> way. No, bueno. <laughs> no I'm, I'm promoting. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, where are you heading next? I would say that's my last question. Sure, maybe Vietnam. No, <laughs> uh, there's always a place for you. I'm telling you. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, I, well. I definitely am going to be going on a nomad house trip and I'm actually, and I'll talk to you about this more offline. We've talked about it in the past, but I really want to give back to nomad house at this point. And if there's anybody interested in speaking to me further about, uh, how I started my own project or 
how that happened at Nomad House, please give me a call. Arthur has all my information. I'd be more than happy to get in contact with you. Um, but right now I will be in the U.S. until the end of the year, uh, living in New York. And then I think after that, um, I'm going to be heading back to Europe probably in the first half of next year. Ooh, that's exciting. I'm going to put yep. all your information in the, in the description. Good. And so people can reach out to you and, and you know, discuss about it further. Yep. Yeah, I'd love to help yeah, anybody love interested in getting started on their own too. Cool. Thank you so much for this uh, Nomad House podcast. It's the first one. I was stressed a little bit. It turns but out not so to be bad, right? really, <laughs> not so bad. We did we did pretty good. So uh, again, thank you for being on the show. Ooh, that's exciting to to say uh, that. Cue uh, the lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we were. Um, yeah, well, we were. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Just thank you for, for everything. And uh, if you guys want to download the app, go on uh, getfriendfan.com, if I'm correct, right? Perfect. Perfect. And we're going to see you on a trip. Maybe, uh, maybe not. Absolutely. No, I'm, I definitely want to come in.